introduce myself, let me introduce myself. Sexy Lawrence, best right here, positivity giving you vibes right here. You need a run down, run, I'ma give you facts. You live a command down, I'ma holla back. I'm so zealous, so, so zealous. It's Papushka, baby. Hello, everybody. Don't you just love my new intro music? Like, I've been jamming to that shit. Um, Efane, if you're listening, the new um, the new podcast intro is by this nigga called Efane. E-F-F-A-I-N-E. Checking him out on YouTube. He's an amazing musician. So, yeah, I've been vibing to that jam, Yanni. Ugh, dang it. Anywho's, how have you guys been? It's been a minute. It's I've been great, kind of. The only challenge is where the temperatures are low. It's been fucking cold. Ah, my days. Where Nahiba Ridi Bilampenzi, we are struggling. But anywho's, we move regardless. We get a new duvet, we warm our sheets, we iron our sheets before we sleep, and we soldier on in the cold. So, um, before I, I, I like, um, g- give a breakdown of what I'm talking about today, I just want to share a small story that is motivating my content today. So, um, hmm. and I asked for consent before I share this story. So, yeah. Thank you for offering consent, stranger. Um, a, a few like weeks ago, I, I was engaged in this um, entanglement. <laughs> Yeah, I've always wanted to use that line. And this is someone I met and we we vibed and gelled and, you know, had relations. Unfortunately, they were in a relationship and we didn't talk about that. I don't want to say they didn't say. I want to say it never came up in our engagements and our conversations. So how did I find out they were in a relationship? Um, I was on a Tinder date. Just some days, you know, later, because they went mute on me for for some reason. So on my Tinder date, we're just kind of sharing, like, you know, how, how has your love life been? How has it been here? I'm in Kigali, by the way, for those who are not, not aware. So I'm recording this from Chijari. So on my date, um, this date of mine, um, I actually shared first. I was like, ah, dating in Kigali has been okay. I've met a couple of people. Some are interesting, some are not. The common problem is communication. I don't want to get into that because I can fucking write a book about communication in Rwanda. Oh my days. Oh my fucking days. Ah! Irritates me all the time. But I don't want to get into that today. I don't want I don't want to talk about that. Anywho, so we are sharing with my date, and it happens that this Tinder date of mine is dating my sneaky link. So the moment they mention it, I'm like, uh, let's call my sneaky link um clouds. <laughs> If you know the meme, you'll get this. There's a meme about that. Um, oh, for context, let me just explain the meme. So there's this meme that says, I will never fucking talk to a podcaster. You share your story with a podcaster, and before you know it, they're on their podcast. Um, This friend of mine, let's name him Clouds. So, yeah, moving on swiftly. Um, so my Tinder date is going on amazing. We are taking some drinks. Now, you know, it was a Friday evening. And then we're just talking about dating life in Kigali and, you know, randomly, just casually, without mentioning names, some people we've seen and whatnot. And it so happened that during our date, my sneaky link calls my date. And they talk, let's, we said you're calling him Klaus. So, yeah, him, yes. So, 
cloud. Oh, fuck. Ah, fuck. What the hell? I don't give a shit. I, I cast because I'm not out to my family and some of my family members might listen to this, but ha, ah, whatever. Anywho, we move regardless. So my sneaky link is um, calling my Tinder date and I see his name saved there and I'm like, oh, okay, all right. Waiting to happen. So once they finish their call, I'm like, oh, is that um, clouds? And they're like, oh yeah, that's clouds. I'm like, clouds is the nigga I've been talking about. You can imagine the awkwardness in the date. And then I was so mad. Honestly, I was so fucking mad. I was like, ah, this motherfucker. Because I was kind of falling for them. So ah, I start spilling all the tea. I'm like, ah, oh, that fucker. He's done one, two, three. He's no, 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 no. And we kind of bond. I, I, I have no right to, you know, claim that they cheated on me because they didn't. But my Tinder date has been dating them for five fucking years. Five years. Fucking five years. Gosh. Anyway, so then they just start ranting about how much they've done, whatever for whatever, and how the relationship has been. And it's an open relationship, but the rule is you're supposed to share what you do and who you do it with. So my Tinder date was mad that the boyfriend did not share about myself. Hmm. Interesting. Anywho's, so... The date goes well and we kind of bond out of this Clouds guy and we're like, ah, Clouds is a fucker. Clouds are chomping. Clouds, men are dogs, men are trash, men are beans, men are cows, men are, men are everything. So we're just bonding over that and, you know, my date ended and they ended up breaking up. So Cloud sends me this long ass message of how disappointed they are at me and blah, 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 blah. And I'm like, ah, block. So they, they got blocked. But then again, <coughs> excuse me, let me lubricate. Ah, oh, refreshing. Yeah, so um, some weeks later, I just called myself into a meeting and I'm like, was that really necessary, Papushka? Was that necessary? Like, did you have to like spill all the beans on, on clouds? From that context, I was hurt because clouds ghosted me for a couple of days. We had our sneaky link for a couple of weeks. And then out of nowhere, they went silent. So um, when I noticed they were dating someone, I was like, oh, this is the perfect opportunity for revenge. And I was like, huh? What's on happen? But anyway, when I called myself, called myself into a meeting, I was like, um, I was wrong on all levels, you know? Um, Clouds and I were not dating. It is not in my position to go you know, sharing our escapade with anyone else. And if I were to share our escapade, I wouldn't have, you know, mentioned names. That notwithstanding, I didn't mention names, but even when I noticed that this is their partner, they've been having relations with this person, it was not in my place to tell the partner about our sneaky link. It was not in my place to tell my partner, the partner about, you know, our shenanigans and our innuendos. So in that moment, uh, you know, I, you know, I just called myself into a meeting and acknowledged the fact that I fucked up. So I was like, oh, I have to reach out and, you know, ask for forgiveness. So I reached out to them because I blocked them. You know, y'all who've listened to the podcast know I'm very pro-blocking. Like, if, if, if someone is not, like, pro your mental health and you're moving on and anything, block, block, delete, delete. So I blocked their numbers and then I have a huge block list. So I had to go back to my block list. I couldn't trace the number. 
So I had to go back to IG, trace their name, and block them. It was just a whole process. So I just sent them a message. I'm like, hey, I'm sorry I fucked up. And I don't think you deserve that. And um, I'm really, really sorry about that. And they were like, you fucked up for what? How did you fuck up? And I'm like, you know how I fucked up? They're like, no, that's not an apology. If you want to apologize to me, you have to like acknowledge what exactly you did and why you did it. Because a sorry doesn't work for me. And I'm like, what, what more do you want me to do? I can't undo my actions. I want you to acknowledge your contribution. And I'm like, okay, so I'm sorry. I, you know, once I noticed or I got the information that you're dating, whatever, I, you know, I ratted you out. And I, I, I did that because I, I was falling for you. And um, blah, 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 blah. So I explained myself. And then they were like, yeah, that's an apology I'll accept. Also, you should learn about how to apologize. And I'm like, um, what do you mean? So then they shared to me about this thing called love languages. Sorry, apology languages. And thus, that is motivating my podcast today. Um, for those of y'all who've listened to my previous podcast on love languages, apology languages is actually by the same psychologists, the, the two psychologists who, I'm forgetting their names, who came up with the love languages. So their brilliant minds also have given us this new baby who they are calling apology languages and it was important for me to learn about apology languages through this um you know this situation ship this situation and you know i did my couple a couple of research you know i i, I read the book it's actually a book apology languages is a book and i loved the read i enjoyed reading the book apology languages it gave a lot of insights on you know how relationships fuck up because people don't know how to apologize so that notwithstanding, my topic of the day is apology languages. And basically, apology languages is just a systematic approach on how to apologize to someone. Because different people have different needs when it comes to apologies. There are different people want to be apologized for differently. And that is our podcast today. So the apology language is just like the love languages is broken into five apology languages. And basically, they are intertwined into your upbringing. Your apology language is derived from, you know, how, excuse me, how you are taught to apologize growing up. I want to start with my own apology language. And before I say the apology language, I want to explain its source. So... For the most part of my life, I was raised by my mom solely. And, you know, um, as a single child to a mom, there's so much love, you know. So my mom had this um, behavior of apologizing to me without saying the word sorry. It was not a sorry. Like if, if they slapped me and they, they thought I was wrong and I wasn't wrong and they found out they were wrong, they would buy me a toy that I wanted or they'll, they'll just give me a need that I wanted. And I understood that is them apologizing. They wouldn't say like, oh, Baba Pole. It would just be like, oh, ile kitu. And I would know in my mind, I'll just connect. They fucked up yesterday and this is the apology. And, you know, across my upbringing, that has trained me on how I want to be apologized for. So the first apology language I'm explaining is making restitution. And that's my apology language, just to be clear. And making restitution is basically an apology language whereby you don't just say you're sorry. You clean your shit 
and you make up for your shit. If we were supposed to meet and you didn't meet me and you you didn't come, you didn't like you stood me up and you didn't explain, you didn't call me. How do you apologize? You're like, oh my god, I'm so sorry, I I, I missed our date. Uh, honestly, one two three happened at work and three four five happened. I wanna make it up to you, coffee on me, give me a date. You know, even if it's you know you don't wanna leave your house, I'm the one who will come. Like just give me a date and I'll come. I'll make it up to you. I'll pick you from your place. We'll go to one two three and do three four five. So making restitution is an apology language where you don't just apologize. You apologize cover up and come up with a plan to make up for your fuckery in whatever relationship you're in your friendships your you know romantic relationships your platonic relationships your family relationships it's important to understand how these members in your relationship want to be apologized to so as a person who wants institution i don't want a sorry i give a shit about sorry fucking clean up your mess if you spilled some milk or some tea here before you apologize, you should be on your way to get a mop trying to clean that up. And for us who want to be apologized for by making restitution, it's it's really, really hard to understand us sometimes. Because, um, let me explain another, let me give a good example. Um, over the weekend, my friends and I were drinking at my place. And one of my friends broke my glass. Oh, ah, I love investing in good glasses because, you know, pombe ni muhimu. And this was one of my favorite beer mugs. My favorite beer mugs. So this fucker, um, who I know is listening, um, broke my glass. And then they're like, Pole Majama, ah, he's a, he's a Joe, he's a Joe, Pole. I'm like, fuck you. You should be saying Pole while you're Googling the price of that glass. You should be saying Pole while you're cleaning the fucking pieces of the glass of it. the audacity. So, so I read this friend of mine to feel, and I'm like, hey, 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 Mr. Kipole, first of all, India Kwamfuko, your glass will go 5k, not Kenyan shillings. Second of all, it's a clear, how dare you just sit there saying Pole? Shame on you. So I read them to feel, but you know, my friends have understood me. <laughs> they know that is classic Papushka. Like, so that is just an example of how someone who wants you to make restitution would expect you to behave. Like, don't just fucking sit there and say, I'm sorry. Say you're sorry, clean up your shit, make up for it. So if your partner or whatever is a make restitution kind of apology language, you have to figure out. And you know, the challenge with making restitution is sometimes you'll do something that you think is... And even in romantic relationship, we do make these mistakes sometimes where you buy a gift or you... You know, the restitution has to be something that this person you're apologizing to will actually acknowledge and appreciate because there's no fucking way that you're going to um let me give a classic example who hurt me last do i have a good example oh yes 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 oh my god i have good examples today excuse me let me take another sip as i lubricate lubrication is If I had sponsors, this would be a very good point to put an ad, but anywho's. I hope you can hear me gobble down the tea, some Indian spice tea. Ooh, tantalizing. Anyway, as I was explaining, I've lost my train of thought. I don't know where I was. Um, oh, I was giving an example. Yes, so 
some time back, you know, I'm very emotional. Like, I'm an intense human being. I think that's very clear from the podcast and my point of view. And uh, sometimes back, uh, a friend of mine from Kigali, uh, while I was in Kenya, why do people knock when I'm doing my podcast for fuck's sake? It's fucking 11 fucking p.m. Ah, anyway, so I, I, I was in Kenya back then and this friend of mine called me like, oh, hi, I lost my mom. Life has been hard. You know, we're arranging the funerals, blah, blah, blah. It's, you know, it's, we have a lot of hospital bills. blah blah. And as an emotional being, like, such things get to me. Such things like, you know, I think they know me so well, they know that's a soft spot for me. So I was very fucking broke. I was extremely broke then. Probably jobless. I think I was jobless then. Um, but then the few coins that I had, I kusanyad them and I sent it to them. Now, months later, I come come back to Kigali and, you know, I just, they, they don't want to meet me. I'm trying to like, oh, you know, I'm, I'm around, you know, meet me. So I just noticed from another friend when they had posted a picture what, what was it? It was a mother's day or something. So they had posted a picture of their mother on their status, like, oh, I love you, mother. And I think they blocked me. So I noticed from a common friend when we were going through their phone, like, we were doing something on their phone, and I'm like, oh. but this is so and so's mother. I thought they died. They're like, no, their mother didn't die. It was their uncle. I'm like, oh. what the flash? I'm like, so the mother was never sick. Or never? No, the mother was never sick. or never in the hospital. It was their uncle. The uncle was old. And, you know, they just passed on at home. And I'm like, when was this? So the timelines of the lie and the uncle passing on are not matching up. So I just noticed that this guy fucked up. And I'm like, ah, human beings, human beings. Anyway, so I just canceled them. As I said, I'm very broken. I was like, I'm not going to deal with this. If you can lie to me about something. And I supported them. I was fucking calling them every day. Like, you know, I'm, you know, comforting, being there for them, being a listening ear. Motherfucker was drinking beer with my hard-earned money. What the fuck? Anyway, lubricate. Anyway, so, um, you know, I cancel them, as I do, mostly. But they're good enough or smart enough to know my love language. So they just pop in into my, my house. And I love, 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 love antique things like i'm a lover of art so i love very antique things so and i love tea too so this person just pops into my house and they're like they're knocking and you know uh, they couldn't call me because my phone is blocked and they knocked for a long time and i was like ah fuck let me just go open so i go and open the gate and i'm like oh okay hello stranger what has the devil summoned today and they're like before you talk i know my friend talked to me and they and, and I know why I was blocked, I know why I was cancelled, and let me just explain myself. So we go into the house and they explain their story, which I don't want to go into, but, you know, they apologize by getting me this very beautiful um, sugar dish, which I'm looking at now. And, you know, I found that very creative because they understood my apology language. So it's important to know how people want to be apologized to. So that was the first one, excuse me, making restitution. Now, the second apology language, which, which comes slightly as my number two in, in my list, is expressing regret. Expressing regret is when you fuck up, make me feel that you're actually genuinely sorry and you regret what you did. Sometimes in our relationships, 
we fail to express our regret while apologizing because we brush it off as something light. It could be something as simple as someone called you and you fail to reply the call and that's something big for them. And they're just like, ah, call a man, and that for you is an apology. But for them, they were in dire need of talking to you and you fucking ignored them at that point. And it meant so much to them, you receiving that call. So it's important you're like, oh my God, I am fucking, I'm so sorry I missed your call. Honestly, I, when you called, I saw it, but I was showering and I was like, let me just finish because I showered my phone. Let me just finish and I'll call you back. And I've just remembered that today. I am extremely sorry that I, I'll make it up to you, I'm, I'm, but I'm, I'm really, really sorry about that. When you're apologizing to someone whose apology language is expressing regret, they have to understand that your your apology is coming from a very genuine point of view and you should also show that you are suffering repercussions of your actions you know like you know like just show even you know it's time for premier league and there've been these memes going around yeah all oh, the your girlfriends will be sad because you're ignoring them you're going to premier league blah 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 you're watching football you're with the boys a lot of times blah 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 but if I got an example of maybe you're supposed to do something with your wife, maybe they're pregnant and it's their, it's their checkup day. And they told you, Usikose checkup day, like you're aware that today is your wife's pregnancy checkup and you forgot and went and watched football with the boys. You're coming back home at midnight and they're mad at you. They're furious. They're like, you missed our appointment again because you're watching fucking Man United being beaten. And if the apology language is expressing Rachel, like, oh my god, I'm so... Oh man, you know, I was in the club and I, I was watching the game and it just hit me that I missed you. I stopped and I had to rush back home. As you're speaking, the game is still going on. I was just like, no, I I am really, really sorry I missed this. It, it wasn't my intention to do so. And once I noticed, I was like, I'm extremely sorry. You see, just from that, you're expressing your regret. The person you're apologizing to has to understand that you feel the reason why you're sorry, that you that you are expressing regret for you know what you did. And if your fuckery had repercussions, it's good to highlight the repercussions, like, oh my god, I didn't listen to you. And I got into an accident because you told me not to do one, two, three, and I did. You told me not to drink and drive, and I did. And ugh, now you know I hit someone, and I'm supposed to pay for their repair and whatnot. So, expressing regret just this is a, an apology language that just needs you to acknowledge that you're sorry, make the apology as genuine as possible, and let it just be genuine. You know, there are some people who just say they are sorry. And, and you see, for someone whose apology language is expressing regret, restitutions won't work as much. You, you are Like the example I gave about the pregnancy and then you're coming back with a box of chocolate and wine. And they're like, no, I don't want wine. I just want you to fucking apologize. Wine does not help me. So as men, especially heterosexual men, we make the mistake of, yes, we. <laughs> We make the mistake of misunderstanding our partner's apology languages and doing maybe what is an apology language for us or what we think they like. So it's important to understand your partner. Like if you fuck up, how do they want you to apologize? And that was the second one, guys, expressing regret. Ooh, this next one I struggle with a lot. 
and my friends will read me to filth for this but the third apology language is accepting responsibility ah i struggle with this again if you're hearing me gobble something i'm just lubricating because you know the throat has to be So we move to the third apology language, which is accepting responsibility. Oh, I struggle with this. <laughs> oh, my days. Okay, let me, before I explain uh, accepting apology, for my friends who are listening to this, you know it's, it's, it's very difficult sometimes for me and apologizing to accept responsibility. Why? I, I've been a single child for a long time, like a very long time of my childhood. So for me... Um, Everything, like, as the only child in the house, whenever everything was wrong, it was always Aizo. It was always Papushka. It was always me. So nobody ever, like, I didn't even have to acknowledge. Like, someone goes and the table is broken. Oh, Papushka. You know, something happened. The microwave is not working. Papushka. The door is broken. Papushka. So growing up, I needed not to accept responsibility because anything wrong was always me, whether I did it or not. So I just learned to cope up and not accept anything because you'll assume it's me, so I'll just decline because sometimes it was not me, sometimes it's me. So I just grew a thick skin of you know, declining. Even the things I did, like, you know, my mom would be like, who did this? Who took money from my... None of it. And I'm like, Miss Joy, never heard of her. I don't know. Maybe it's me, maybe it's not. But being the ultimate blame, I learned not to take responsibility because... The responsibility of every mistake was shoved down on me. Now, coming back to explain... Oh, that was a mosquito, motherfucker. Oh, she's dead. Die. Anyway, so accepting responsibility. This is someone who expects you when apologizing to acknowledge your contribution to the mistake. Because sometimes you apologize and you don't, especially in, you know, in, in a territory. <laughs> Why am I mumbling words? Especially in a heterosexual relationship, you'd find, because men are not as emotionally intelligent as females are. So most of the time, because that's, a, it's not a stereotype, it's actually science. It don't come from me. Most of the, excuse me. So most of the times you find in your heterosexual relationship as the man, you are apologizing for something you don't even know. You're just like, oh, my partner is my partner is mad and I need to apologize. But you don't know what you're apologizing for. So someone whose apology language is accepting responsibility, this is someone who wants you to own up to your fuckery. What exactly did you do wrong? What was your contribution to this wrong? I'm looking for a, an example. But this hits home for me because... It, my apologies don't come because because for me I'm, I'm that person who like is like but we're purely fanya heavy but and i'm working on that that's that's my toxic trait when it comes to apologizing and i'm working on that because i'll be like hmm, let me remember a time i fucked up with a friend and uh, uh, there are so many examples but most of them are personalized so i'm trying to look for a very oh yeah yes i've gotten a good example for those of you who know my actual profession, I'm a professor. Yes, a bitch is not down. <laughs> so um, 
there's this time, the year was um, 20, 2020, I think. So in 2020, um, with my employer, uh, I got involved into the Dean of Students Office. Um, I, I was kind of working with the Dean of Students Office. And there's this student who came and they were claiming that um, my boss, the Dean of Students, is having sexual relations with her. So this was very hard for me to, you know, deal with because um, this is my boss, man. How, how do we handle this? Like, how, how is this supposed to go? So I, 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 I kept this for a while. I, I, I didn't know how to handle it. And I wasn't sure who to share it with. So I kind of talked to a very like good friend of mine who was a colleague too about it. And um, that motherfucker went and, you know, spread the gospel. Because I wanted to hear their perspective. Because they are very smart. This colleague of mine is a very good friend and they are very smart. So they, I wanted to hear their perspective of what I should do with this information. So I told this girl, um, do you have evidence? They're like, yeah, here are charts. They have been chatting with me. We've had sex and I got pregnant and I aborted it. But my dad is kind of following up on it. And I'm scared of how things will turn out because I don't want to rat out that it was, you know, the dean. But at the same time, my dad gonna follow up on this and it, it was a tough one for me to to deal with but anyways i was getting perspective from my friend my colleague who is much older so they have a different perspective of how i could have handled this but this fucker went and spread the gospel so it ended up turning out that um i am propagating a story or a rumor about my boss who is the dean of students so you know, this whole committee is called and um, I am asked if this is true and whatnot. And I'm like, oh my goodness. The only reason why I shared it with person X is because I wanted to get, because I didn't want to share it with my boss, the HOD. I didn't want to share it with anyone else. Before I didn't wa I wanted to get perspective on, on how I should handle this before I, you know, I, I did anything with this information. So they're like, is this true? I'm like, sure. Why not? Why, why don't you call this girl to confirm these allegations and this girl comes and hey villainily rukwa hey apostle should hear of this the lady was like no i never said anything like that to provisor i never i'm like you're making me look like a fool in front of everyone oh my days so I'm sitting there with the academics director. I'm sitting there with the dean of students himself. I'm sitting there with my HOD and this motherfucking student, Ameniruka. Oh my God, I looked bad. And then this spread across the whole school is like, eh, hey, papushka, go one, two, three, papushka. And I'm like, oh my fucking goodness. So I was the bad guy for a very long time, probably like two months. And you know, I was just minding my own business, to be honest. I was just coming to school and... Um, teaching and leaving, coming to school, teaching and leaving, because now my name had been tarnished. But um, the father of this lady was into politics, was someone in politics, this student, and it ended up that the dean of students had paid the student to kill the story. 
but it so happened because the dad has political affiliations the dad found out the truth and it ended up that this um, dean of students was arrested so when they were arrested that's when now the whole true story came out that you know this actually happened and it was not a lie and blah 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 and blah 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 so this whole case also resurfaced because the student was now like you know they were called again anyway as i was saying so the student was called again by the same panel and they're like um so this whole story has resurfaced again and the school wants to distance itself from this story because this is bad publicity and this was a very private institution this is bad publicity and we don't want to and we don't want our name to be engaged in this so you tell us what exactly is happening because the last time we called you in this position you denied and you said that nothing like that has happened and you know people suffered consequences of that so what's your story now and she was like honestly this is the actual truth um i had problems with my results and the dean of students had called me to talk about my results and my, my performance and everything because i had disciplinary issues and whatnot and one way of sorting that out was i had to had they didn't force me to be honest they didn't force me they didn't like rape me or anything uh they just seduced me and i accepted and we had sexual relations and my disciplinary issues disappeared and i got pregnant i aborted it and my dad was investigating what happened so when you called me here i had, had a conversation with the dean and they they you know they they gave me some money and you know we sorted that out differently but this is what actually happened so they said this to the panel to be honest with you guys, I was struggling to be impartial in class with this girl because they fucked me up. I was like, I was grading their work and I'm like, I feel like giving you a soup, you motherfucking fuck. But, ah! And then they're not the sharpest crayon in the box. So, you know, if they're the sharpest crayon in the box, I'd be like, okay, um, you know, you're smart, so... You're forgiven but they're not the sharpest crayon in the box so anyways so this student months later when they're graduating they do me this big ass apology card and I'm, I'm, what the f i was pissed and you know now the truth came out and people had sidelined me people had made a notion about me people who had taken that version of the truth and painted me as the demon now they start trying to repair a relationship I'm like fuck you fuck fucking you fuck you so one of my closest allies which was this friend i was talking about the one that went and spread the gospel once the truth came out they're like oh i heard about this and i'm sorry and i'm like no 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 no, no. I, I i i don't want to hear that rubbish because now my credibility my professionalism a lot of things have been tarnished on my end so you don't come and just apologize no if you want to apologize you have to take responsibility and take ownership for your actions I came and consulted you because I respected you and I respected your opinion. You became a Larry Madowo and went and told the whole world something that I was confiding in you because of your intellect. And your intellect failed you and failed me. So you don't get to apologize. You own up, you go to the fucking academics director and explain your contribution to this. Because it is because of your fucking loud mouth that I'm in this position. 
to be fair, they did that. They went and acknowledged and you know the whole situation was cleared up and you know my my disciplinary issues were cleared up and blah 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 blah. But for me, it was more important for them to take responsibility for their actions than just to apologize. What the fuck is a sorry? What am I supposed to do with a sorry? My name is tarnished out there. What the fuck should I do with a sorry? So if your apology language is and you know um I think what is coming out clearly excuse me what it what is coming out clearly about these love languages is different um mistakes require different apologies my predominant apology language is making restitution but at the same time there are different types of fuckeries that require you to you know to accept responsibility for your actions so this was one of the instances where I needed the person who fucked me over to accept responsibility and not just to me, to anyone who had a false interpretation of how things transpired. And I think there's no better way to explain ac accepting responsibility than this story. So, oh, I speak a lot of tea in this. I hope I'm going to Nikumoto. Honestly, I'm lazy. I'll not edit that out. So, um, we are going to the fourth apology language. And the fourth apology language is genuinely repent. It's kind of close to expressing regret, but genuinely repent is as simple as the statement goes. Make your apology as genuine as possible. Some of your apologies are dry. Oh, man, Joe, is a Joe. What the fuck is is a Joe? Make your apology as genuine as possible. If you want to apologize to someone who you care about and their love language is a genuine repentance, a genuine apology, then you should be very careful with how you use your words, how you apologize, how you say, you know what, I fucked up. I'm really sorry. And, um, will never happen again like i i don't even expect you to forgive me like now because i understand the level of impact that my fuckery has caused to you but i honestly am very very sorry for what i did that is a genuine apology when someone's love language is to apologize genuinely make your apology as genuine as possible and one way of making your apology as genuine as possible is the mode of communication. You can't fuck up face to face and apologize on phone. I mean, put some effort. Genuinely apologizing is putting some effort in your apology. I think that is as straightforward as it could be, so I don't want to delve much further into that. Um, and that brings us to the last apology language, which is requesting forgiveness. More often than not, we inform people of our apology instead of requesting for an apology. And that's a mistake we commonly make. You're just like, ah, he's a man. Ah, pole, 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 pole. Ah, pole, manzejo. Nikitukidogo. And then another mistake we make while apologizing is, but. You don't have to justify your mistake. You can make them understand why you made the mistake. But that doesn't count out your apology. 
uh, requesting for forgiveness. Do I have a good example for this one? Let me just scan my memory. Requesting forgiveness. Requesting forgiveness. What example can I give? Huh. Oh yeah, I think uh, I can I can I can still acknowledge it with um, I can still link it up with the first story I told you about how I fucked up with my sneaky link and when I was apologizing they wanted me to accept responsibility because apparently their apology language is accepting responsibility. So I think first off I came off as if I was informing them of the apology and they were like no that's not how you apologize. I want you to acknowledge what you did. I want you, you know, the apology should be a request. How do you tell me I'm sorry? What the fuck is I'm sorry? I know it's not in your position to forgive me and I will totally understand if you don't, you know, make amends with me right now. But honestly, I want to you to, like, if you could, if you could just find it in your heart or in your mind, in your soul, in your body, to forgive my actions and make amends with me so that we go where we once was. I would really appreciate that. That is a request. Your apology should be in form of a request. You are requesting for an apology. You are not informing. And another mistake we make is sometimes we combine the apology with the request. At your apology about last time, fuck you. I gave you two so last time uko nirudishia alafu nakuja na apologize na unaomba tena what the fuck is that Watu wanafaku anyway let me not go there but the last one is just as simple as it goes request for forgiveness don't justify your actions don't explain your actions don't inform people that you are sorry you have to request for them to forgive as we close out this podcast, I've talked about, you know, the five apology languages, making restitutions, expressing regret, accepting responsibility, genuinely repenting and requesting forgiveness. I want you to just do some self-reflection on a time that somebody hurt you really bad. And, you know, and they apologized but you're not convinced and you've never found it in your heart to forgive them to date because the apology did not equate their fuckery. And this is another point we have to remember. The apology should be as equal as the fuckery. Because sometimes you fuck someone over real bad and then your apology is as plain, not even a quarter of the effort you used to fuck them up. So use the same effort you used to fuck someone up to apologize for them. If you stole from them, replace. If you hurt them and you can undo your actions, undo them. If you hurt them and made them look bad amongst other people, clear their name. The apology energy should be equated to the fuckery and the mistake. And the rule of apology is that whoever is fucked up tends to decide how you apologize. So we do not apologize according to our own apology languages, but we apologize according to what, who, who was fucked and how they prefer to be apologized to. So some homework for you after listening to this podcast would be to assess your own apology language and try to figure out the apology languages of people in relationships that you're in. Your parents, your siblings, your lovers, your sneaky links, your hookups, 
your friends, your BFF, your whatever, just understand the apology language and meet those needs. Thank you very much for listening to Sexploit Papushka. I've been your host, Papushka Baby. Till next time. Adios.